Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast with Eric and Jolene Engel, where Eric and Jolene answer marriage questions for believers, looking at the root of the problem instead of the symptom, always while applying God's wisdom and word for a Christ-centered marriage. Hey, before we get started, I just wanted to share a special offer for our listeners, and it's called the Makeover Your Marriage Bundle. Hun, real quick, tell just a little bit about it before we get into the podcast. Yeah, the Makeover Your Marriage Bundle consists of four of my most popular programs and teaching packages combined. You get Christian Wife University, the Wisdom for Wives online conference, Five Days to a Better Marriage eCourse, Communication and Marriage Workshop, and a complimentary three-day, two-night stay in a deluxe hotel at any one of 50 locations in the U.S. Wait for it. For only $97. $97. Nice. You can find out more at jolienangle.com forward slash makeover. Now, while everyone's considering this opportunity to strengthen their marriage, uh, let's go ahead and get into the podcast. And then we'll have more information about this package at the end of the episode. Hi, I'm Eric Engel with my beautiful wife, Jolene Engel, for another episode of The Marriage Mentor. So tell me, what do we have today? Today we have a message from a woman who has said that she's been a horrible wife to her husband. So we're going to listen to her voicemail. Okay. Hi, this is Stephanie from California. My husband is a believer in God. We've been together for 10 years, married for over a year. And I would have to say the last five years has been horrible. I've been a horrible wife, a horrible friend, and I know that I was in a really dark place. And for those last five years, I was so bad to him and treated him so bad. I didn't help him with anything while he was there trying to help me get out of whatever it is that I was dealing with. You know, I know it was a a part of depression, but it just seemed really personal towards him. I've never, you know, changed the way I feel about him. I love him. And love him so much you know and it's like I don't know because now now that I'm I want to make things right because I see all the bad things that I did it's like he no longer like has the strength or the energy and everything is just you know like it's whatever after putting all you know all his energy and effort in and you know he's kind of given up and I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know. I don't know where to turn. And um, I just want him to see that I love him and know that I love him. Okay. So that is her struggle. Uh, I love the fact that she recognized her shortcomings and failures. Isn't and, that huge? Yes. I mean. Rarely how, do I ever get something like this coming through my email. How many times do we deal with, with couples where one or the other, you know, they're like, hey, it's all him or it's all her. Yeah, constant placing blame. But she took ownership for her sins. So I applaud uh, that wife who left us that message because if she's mindful of her behavior, okay, I would imagine she probably, let's, let's assume she didn't. Let's, this is what I would say. To this wife, if her and I were sitting at a cafe, okay, you know, across the table from one another. What would you say? I would say to her, have you asked him to forgive you? 
That is the very first step. That's the first and foremost thing, isn't it? And, yes. And we have a we have a basic script that we give couples. Right. And it goes like this. I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? Right. I we mean, say that to every couple. Every couple when we teach them about marriage is learn that script because it's biblical. This Jesus died on the cross for our sins and he has forgiven us. And the next thing is for us to forgive others. Okay. And in marriage, that's every single day. Well, and asking for forgiveness. I mean, that's that when we've wronged someone, we ask for forgiveness. Now, guess what? The ball's in their court. Right. Okay. So she said that her husband is a believer. Aunt married 10 years. The last five years, she's been a horrible wife. Okay. So the first step is ask him to forgive you. I did ask. Okay. And let's assume that he's like yeah 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 whatever i don't believe you because there is there is some of that that he's probably dealing with of course you know right five years is a long time to live with a horrible wife he's checked out right he's sitting on the corner of a rooftop because maybe she's been contentious or controlling you know to where he he doesn't believe that she means it right okay and real quick i want to explain that because sometimes we say things that uh people may not know but the bible says that it's better to dwell in the corner of a rooftop than to dwell with a contentious woman and and what that means those houses uh in the bible they were flat roofed houses that maybe had stairs that went up to the the side and kind of a patio sort of thing on top so it's like hey it's better to get as far away as possible than to live with a contentious woman. Right. And in the 21st century, it's a man cave. A man cave. <laughs> right. Now, now, if your man has a cave, don't assume that it's like a blanket statement that he's running from you. Right. But, you know, when I see guys sitting out in the freezing cold in their garage watching right. TV. Right. When they could be inside, I, there's something going on. Yeah, they don't know. want to be around their woman for right. the most part. My uncle used to do that all the time. He's, I mean... Sit out there in some filthy recliner chair watching TV in the freezing cold in the garage. Well, okay, so let me ask you a question. Maybe maybe he wanted his wife to watch one thing on TV and he wanted to watch something else. Well, maybe so. I be, mean, that could be the case. I mean, out of the, out of the two of them, I think he was a problem, if you well, want to sure, know the truth. Sure, sure, sure. So that's why I made that statement. I'm like, I know your aunt. She's a very kind lady. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so back to this wife, I would ask... I would first say I'd go to the, to my husband and ask you to forgive me if I if I know I've, that I've been treating you poorly and so forth. And then now the ball's in your court. You can either choose to forgive me or not. But here's the other thing. Time will tell whether or not I'm going to actually change my ways. Well, and this is, I mean, this is a pretty simple type of process as far as the Bible is concerned. And, you know, guys... I don't think that guys are, are holding grudges as much as women are. Oh, I we mean, hold them way more. But not, again, that's, don't take it out of context. I mean, it's, you know, you might have the exception. You, you might. might have some men that are the exception. You might, but but here's the deal. What does the Bible tell her to do? I know you prepared this verse. What does the Bible tell her to do uh, to win her husband back? Well, it's her conduct. It's her conduct. It, it goes back to her conduct. And the verse that I have is Colossians 3.23. And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. Because here's the deal. She could go to him and say, will you forgive me? And he could say, no. Right. Okay. And then that's a problem with lordship there. Because he professes to be a believer. Okay. Right. Because believers are to forgive. 
Okay, if you got a husband who said, no, I don't forgive you, I don't believe that you're gonna change, you just smile and look at him <laughs> and be like, okay, well, you know, I thought I married a Christian man, but this is your choosing. You know, if he chooses not to forgive you, if you chose not to forgive me, I'd be like, what's your deal? It's like, show me that in the Bible. Because I would challenge, as a friend in the Lord, as a sister in Christ, I would challenge your why. Okay, because it's not right. in line with the Bible. Okay, right. but I'd also look at you in another in another sense thinking, okay, he's really wounded and emotionally he's not ready to forgive. Okay, and so I would... But she can bring him back. She could, absolutely. By her conduct. By her conduct. Her conduct could win him over, but then there's also men that are just downright fools, like Nabal in the Bible, married to Abigail. They are downright fools. They're not budging. It's all your fault. You destroyed this marriage. I don't care how much you try and win me back. His heart is now hard. So that's why I have Colossians 3.23. As a wife, you should be looking to please the Lord with your conduct, with your actions and your attitudes. Are my actions and attitudes pleasing to Jesus? Because if they're pleasing to Jesus, there's a high probability that they're pleasing to you, my husband. Right. Okay. But if I reverse that, if I seek to please only you, okay, who now is her Lord? Who now is... The husband is. The husband... The, and, and by the way, I don't care who you are or who you think you are, you make a crummy God. Right. Okay? Right. So heartily, what does heartily mean? It's with all your heart, all your strength, and all that is within us. It's not, it's not me being a, a lazy Christian or... Um, everything I do should be unto the Lord, even as I do wifehood, even as I try and do a relationship with you or having a friendship with you or, or even with my kids and, and so forth. So this wife has to fix her eyes on Christ and emulate Christ and be the wife who is supportive, be the wife who is respectful, be the wife who looks to make her husband's life easier. God made us to be helpers to our husbands. Well, and she might think, oh, she can turn this around in a couple weeks, okay? <laughs> and it might take a couple years. Yes, yes. Okay? He might be afraid to let her in, let her back into his heart because the heart of her husband safely trusts in her. This husband's no longer trusting in her. So how do you regain trust again? You have to build it, but it doesn't happen overnight because right. it's been broken. I know a pastor who was a horrible guy came to the Lord. He wasn't a pastor then, but right. he came to the Lord. And it took his family a couple of years to really believe that there's a change there. Right. So right. so certainly it takes time, but it doesn't sound like he's going anywhere. So right. get to it. Right. I mean, simple steps that she could should take is obviously ask for forgiveness, whether he forgives her or not. Her actions and attitudes should please Jesus. They should honor Jesus. They should emulate Christ. And what does a biblical wife look like? She's respectful. She supports him. She follows his lead. He is the head of the home. Okay? Every wife needs to hear this. You are not the head of the home. The husband is. Okay? When right. a wife embraces that biblical truth... She's now in line with the Word of God. Well, and, and, and she, could, she could do this faster than slower just by when he does react negatively. Mm-hmm. She can say, you know what? When we, when we first met, you didn't, you didn't say those things or you didn't feel that way. So what's, what's going on? How are you feeling? 
Well, I mean, if she, if she, with the right heart, he says, well, I just, you know, and he's going to tell her. Well, yeah, he's basically throwing, like rubbing her nose in. Yeah, in but he might not be of, doing it on purpose. I understand that. He might be protecting himself and reacting in a negative way. Okay. Because hurt people hurt people. Okay. He's been hurt. So his natural reaction might either be to emotionally pull away and become very distant, or he might be lashing out. Either way, she could still win him back, knowing that it takes time. Her growth as a Christian wife takes time. His softening of his heart takes time. Right. So you've got to be mindful of the fact that you had five years to tear down this marriage. You might not be able to build it up in a week. Okay. But you can be respectful. You can be loving. And hey, why don't you try initiating sex with him? He might be like, who is this woman? Because that is a very vulnerable act for a woman to do. Now, he might be saying, I don't want to have sex with you because she's been so nasty. Right. Okay. That could certainly be the case. Then let's do something else. Well, why doesn't she, if she doesn't know, uh, she needs to find out how does he feel loved? What makes him feel loved? And focus on those areas. He might not let her in, though. She might be able to ask him I those questions. I understand, but she's been with him 10 years. She right. should be able to she figure should, out some yes, things. Yes, every that, wife should study their husband. It's funny. You know, when you went ran off just a few minutes ago to drop our son off to get his car fixed, I went outside with my dog, okay? My dog is 11 years old, and I found it really interesting as I'm out there, you know, giving her hugs... Letting her, you know, lick my cheek, not my mouth, because that's disgusting. <laughs> and I'm petting her, and she's excited, because I'm out there, you know, my owner's here, right. and it's it's time to get love, okay? And she seemed real chipper, like almost puppy-like. And I said to her, why don't you go get your toy? And she just sat there. I've studied her. She has changed that dog is not interested in running after her toy like she was as a puppy. Right now, she's like this older dog. I'm too tired to go get it. I just want your love. I just want you to pet me. I just want you to be here. And I thought, isn't that interesting? I've studied my dog. I know what my dog wants. Now, my challenge to these wives are, do you know what your husband wants? Okay, I know what my husband wants because I study you. Okay. It's a, it's a relationship I have. I study my sons. Find out what makes them tick, what makes them feel loved, what makes them feel respected. And if you have a dog, what makes them, you know, enjoy your, your company? Well, that's pretty proactive. I mean, you know, it, and, and basically what you're saying is know your husband, know your family better than you know your dog. Absolutely. How many, how many people treat their husband worse than their dog? Oh, yeah. I thought about that the other day. I thought about that. You could tell who the head of the home is. Just watch who the dog submits to. Okay? Because... (laughs) That's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast. But this wife could certainly win her husband back. And if she's unsure of how to go do it, what did she do when they were dating? Maybe she didn't study him all these years. But she did something when they were dating. And I could... I could guess that it wasn't hurling nasty words. I mean, a a wife should, every wife, regardless of the state of her marriage, every wife should be encouraging and inspiring her guy and not condemning and criticizing. Well, she could start just by acting like his girlfriend again. That's right. Act like his lover, not his mother. Okay. So those are my thoughts. Great thoughts. Okay. 
I'm Jolene Engel here with my husband, Eric, and you can find us at JoleneEngel.com.